Hello, 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 hello. Welcome back to Ready, Set, Free podcast with your host, Kai Wilson, where I want you to be financially free, physically free, emotionally emotionally free, and spiritually free. Welcome back. I am here again, ready to have some more discussion with you guys. Thank everybody for listening. Thank you for all the listeners from last week's episode and my guest, um, Karen Stiggers. It was caring for our seniors last week. Hopefully you guys were able to get some good information from that session. I, I got some great information, especially like I said, since I am officially in the sandwich generation. Um, I wanted to say something. I didn't point this out last week, but last week when I checked the numbers, I actually had more listeners last week um, from India than I did from the United States. So um, again, mm. yeah, thank you to my India listeners. I, I never hear from you guys personally, but you're listening and I appreciate it. And I appreciate everybody in the States as well. Um, I have not shared reviews. I'm sorry, I said I was gonna share more reviews, but I promise next week I'm going to share some more reviews. I'm gonna gather them up. I've got them all notated and I'll share those. But I think I'm up to 29 countries at this point. Um, coming in third after United States is Germany. Woohoo, Germany. So yeah, I have connections. I have a couple connections in Germany, I so I know. So those people are listening. Um, and just some other places, Bangladesh is one of the newer ones, of course, the Virgin Islands, Canada, Portugal, Singa Singapore, France, Spain, Australia, Finland, uh, the UK, Ghana, Greece, Netherlands, Pakistan, Sri Lanka, Argentina, Greenland, Italy, Japan, Malaysia, Mexico, Nepal, New Zealand, Puerto Rico, South Africa, and Turkey. So I am very appreciative to you guys listening to my podcast from all over the world. Hopefully I can visit every one of those countries. That would be a dream come true for me. But today, without further ado, we are going to venture to a topic we've had maybe, well, we have a guest who's returning today. He's a second, um, second returning guest. And we're going to talk about real estate today. Um, I thought he'd be a good guest. We were actually having a discussion. He and I were having a social media discussion. And at my last question I asked him, he sent back a response and I didn't have time to, to listen to the response, but I still want to hear the response. And whatever the response is going to be, I thought you guys should hear the response. So today we have Mr. TJ Lofton here, Thomas TJ Lofton. Um, thank you very much for coming back, TJ. Thank you, Kai, for the opportunity. I appreciate you. So, um, yeah, we have no presets agenda here. We never do, or preset questions. So I just wanted to get into, I've been, you know, telling people to keep their eye open. So I don't know for sure what the future holds. I don't have a magic book. I don't, you know, I have nobody that calls me on the, on the bat phone to tell me. <laughs> but... I noticed some um, indications that look very similar to the last housing crash. So what I'm always advising people, and especially I sell homeowners insurance, so I'm talking to people about homes all the time. Um, I'm telling people just keep your eye open. 
you know, don't do things that are foolish and keep your eyes open. And when I mean by do things foolish, I had this discussion with someone just yesterday, I can't remember who, but this was what I was saying about being foolish. Okay, so you buy a house today and you had to bid up on the house extra $10,000 because right now you're in a competitive bidding market. So the house was listed for 200,000, they got 10 offers in the first 24 hours, so it was final, what did the realtor say? Final and best offer? Or yeah. However they say that term. So then everybody goes back. Offer, yep. As much as you can come up with. Exactly. So then you go back and, oh, this is the house. I just really want this house. I'm going to put in an extra 10,000 cash or 20,000 cash because the bank is not going to finance this extra because right. it's over. Right. They only <laughs> the going value. the total amount of the loan. Right. And the of loan the amount, amount. The original loan amount. And, and the loan amount is based on the appraised value. That's right. Which is what they claim the house is worth. Right. <laughs> so when you're putting 10, 15,000 extra, you're just giving extra cash to the cause because that's what you want. Okay, if that's something you really want, that's how you want to spend your money, I'm not going to, you know, defer you from doing that. But you need to realize if the market does go down or even if it doesn't go down say the market just stays the same say it just slows down and it maintains where it is and you now need to sell this house next year you have a parent that got sick and so you have to move back home or a job moves you or whatever happens you have to realize you're ten thousand dollars upside down in a home already so you're already negative equity plus when you sell a home you're gonna have sales costs and realtor fees and all this other stuff so what I am saying to people is think this through. Don't get caught in the hype, the frenzy, because right now it's a frenzy. It's like um, the, the blood in the water and the sharks are around. So don't necessarily get caught in the frenzy of just having to have the house because the interest rates are low. That's the number one thing you hear. Interest rates are low, I gotta buy it now. Um, because if you do have to leave that house, and the market turns or it even just stays the same you know that could cause problems now we're talking about short sales or you know having to rent it maybe or something like that so no yeah go ahead give all, me your all that's the old <laughs> real estate world that's okay a, the new real estate world all that's changed okay you know they say that the uh, housing market's about to crash well that's because they basing it on hit information from like 10 20 30 years ago so historically real estate has been 10 years up and 10 years down. But I'm not basing it on 10 years up, 10 years down. I'm basing it on the things I saw that happened before, like okay. personal experience. And I was still in insurance back then. So I remember people coming in, insuring homes, and you know, we have to do a replacement cost estimator as an insurance agent. Well, let's, let's talk about yeah, that. Go what, ahead. You, what you gotta look let's at is what's going on right now is people, the government has decided they're going to remove home ownership from anyone who can't afford to pay a million dollars and up. So Wall Street, the, the hedge funds have stepped up and started buying homes yeah. in bulk mm -hmm. all over America. They are literally buying up America. So because of that, now real estate, the real estate world have split into different sections. So say, for example, let's talk about the regular everyday people section. Mm -hmm. You, you got, uh, Mr. Firefighter and Mrs. School Teacher who collectively earn $250,000 a year, collectively, together. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? They've, they're interested in this house that's $750,000, so they're coming in with a great loan, they got $100,000 down. That's a lot of money down in real estate. It used to be, 
Well, now they don't, they're not going to get that house purely based on they're competing against a, against the hedge fund who's coming in saying, I'll pay $800,000 cash. I'll close in 15 days or less. Mm-hmm. The firefighter and the, and the school teacher wife, the principal, <laughs> you know, they got They get a loan. They have to wait. Right. And, and, and it's a roll of the dice. If anything goes wrong, it falls out. So there are 30 to 45 days. So now you got the real estate agent coaching the homeowner saying, hey, uh, I will go with this person right here. He can close in 10 days, 15 days. He's guaranteed. He says he, his, his deposit check in escrow is 800000 right. I know. So let's go with this one. But. And that made up 70% of the loans over the last, over the, of the home sales over the last four or five years. But really how many homes are, th- are the corporate people buying? Because what I also see, um, they're able, the corporate, the corporations, the big investors are able to go straight to the bank and they're getting most of the foreclosures. Yeah. They're getting all the short sales. Yeah. Zillow now has the whole program where you can sell yeah. your house really quickly to Zillow. Zillow resells mm-hmm. them on the market. Mm-hmm. So th- that is very true. And I dealt with that when I bought my last house. I dealt with the <laughs> the competition were the investors. They weren't the other residential or just you know mom and pop. Um, so I know that they're buying because they typically want to get below cost. Corporations don't typically would you say want to buy full retail right so so now we go into the gang violence we go into the flint michigans we go into the all these natural disasters the hurricane katrinas Mm -hmm. these are things that are pushing the home values down Mm -hmm. i don't know if you want to call it conspiracy or convenience just worked out for the banks well they say for the hedge funds weather can be controlled yeah (laughs) exactly so if you play it by that note, then you, you, you have a clear understanding of what's going on. But if you're not playing it by that note, you're like, I don't have a clue of what's happening. And those are the people that are losing. But the basic point is <clears throat> these real estate people. So now the real estate market has split. You got the, the hedge funds buying up a bulk of real estate. You got the real estate agents can't, they are 100% solely invest going into the uh, MLS. Every state should have an MLS that they operate off of. What well, percentage of homes don't make it to the MLS? What's your guesstimate? Probably about 80% of the homes. 80%? Yes. Don't ever make it to MLS. Absolutely. Because wow. now okay. you got you have a large amount of people who saying, wow, if they're, if they're investors running around here with cash, I'm not going to, I don't need a real estate agent anymore. I'm going to sell it on, uh, what is it, Facebook Marketplace and put cash, cash buyers only. You know, mm-hmm. so you got Facebook Marketplace. I can call up uh, Realtor.com, Zillow, Zillow <laughs> you name them. Craigslist. Any, Craigslist can sell my house mm-hmm. because people have realized if you want a home, now you got people trying to compete with the hedge funds. So they're going tapping the 401k, tapping the savings account, pulling all the money out of their out of their houses, borrowing all the money they can from their families. So they're like running around with 400,000, 500,000. And that's normal. I've been seeing this. People have been calling me, TJ, I'm liquid 500,000. Do you know of anybody selling a house in LA? I'm like, good luck with that. You know, you know anybody selling a house in You may get a condo. Good luck with that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Anything, anything, period. So those people, it's like, okay, well, now you got the people who who are uh, rehabbing houses and building houses and saying, saying, hey, I'll take that. uh, I have a house that you can buy. 
You know what I mean? I'll deal directly with you just because I want to sell it to you. You're a good person. I want you to get a house. I'm trying to keep it black. So, right. you know, those people will deal direct. Um, yes, that is the way to go is if you can get it direct. So, of course, I get the, um, the, the letters in my mail, the yeah. postcards. The, yeah. They don't knock on my door because I have the no solicitation, but they knock on my grandmother's door. So they knock on her door. They send the postcards. We'll buy your house. Are you interested in selling your house? Somebody even called my phone one time. And that was not a, a pretty discussion, but yeah, I actually they, had an investor call my cell phone. I was furious. Yeah, and, and it's, it's bad. You have investors going to your church now. You know, literally, we have people who made it out of the neighborhood that look like us, who, who they did good, and they moved out to the to the Buckheads, you know what I mean, or the Beverly Hills or something like that, and they hung their real estate licenses out there like, I made it out. And then they get, to their, get there, and they say, hey, I need you guys back in Atlanta. Back. I need <laughs> so you to go back to, to Atlanta because the game has changed. We can't wait to people to decide, you know, I think I'm going to sell my house. They want the house loan before you've decided. Mm -hmm. So now they got, they, they went to the no church. No competition yeah, and they, they get want, it at a lower price. Yeah, they want it. They want to get them at a lower price. So they go and partner with the pastors at the churches. They're like, pastor, anybody got COVID? Let me know. If you any homeowners that you know that owns a home, they get COVID, they get uh, they they older, getting ready to die, they find out they got or distressed you know, right now. So many people who have a problem go to the pastor for prayer, right? Mm -hmm. And the pastor's like, oh, well, she, this Mrs. Jones, she got like two houses and four apartment buildings, and she got cancer. Let me call my buddy, the guy who's gonna give me a kickback for everybody I send him. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And, and that, that one, that white guy who's sitting in the church with you guys, he's actually an investor. You see what I'm saying? He's in there happy and praying with y'all, laughing, and then he's also listening. Oh, let's form a prayer circle around Miss Betty. She has diabetes or something. She's, she's got not that long to live. He quickly pulls her to the side, say, you need anything? You call me. You need anything. How are you on your mortgage? How are you? You think you need some money to pay for that? That could be expensive. I'll help you out. Now, why don't I buy your house from you? Right. And this is what's going on. This is normal. You know, we call it a, I call it a, what is it called? A, so now instead of reverse mortgages, right. which were kind of predatory as well. It's a lot of predatory not, going on. <laughs> it's a lot of it. Uh, you got the people who, okay, let's talk about the city. They setting people up for failure. So now you got people who will say, uh, the city comes in and raises people's taxes. They falling behind. I have a friend that they taxes, they just passed this law, I believe. Their taxes, you know how you buy tax liens after so mm -hmm, long? Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? If, you, if your tax bill is due by the first and you missed it and it came, the second is here, you, they sell your loan. Someone is able to go in there and buy the loan, buy the, pay your taxes. A Does day after? Sense? The day after. They're due is on the first. Is that normal tax process? That is process? new. That oh, is new. Because before, new. We, you'd have some time. Yeah. I mean, you got to yeah. give 10 days and the late fees and all this little stuff. Not anymore. Oh, okay. They keep changing the laws to accommodate the people with the real money. And that's what we're dealing with. So when the market crashed before, they didn't have any real jobs in these communities. You know, we didn't have a Mercedes-Benz uh, corporate headquarters in Atlanta. We didn't have a brand new Mercedes-Benz dome. We didn't have that other, was the Freedom Stadium or something like that. All over America, I was just in Florida, they built three stadiums all in the black communities. I'm in Inglewood, you know what's funny? I'm in, yeah, uh, in California. I'm in Tampa, Florida, and they're saying, hey, we're gonna be the sports capital of the world. 
And I'm like, that sounds familiar. Somebody else told me that. I was in Inglewood, and they said, hey, TJ, we're going to be this, this sports capital of the world. I'm like, you know what? When I was in D.C., they said the same thing. <laughs> you know? So every state that has a team is getting brand-new stadiums. And that's what a lot of people don't know. And these stadiums are all going up in black communities. So real estate is changing. So what people don't understand is we have the tariffs. We have the, uh, all these things going on with government, sanctions on China. They're telling all these companies. Well, Trump told all these countries, if you guys want to make money in America, you have to open up shop here in America, right? Mm -hmm. So therefore, that was a huge game play right there. Most people didn't understand what that meant. Corporations, they don't just move into town and set up shop and say, okay, do some hiring. Corporations comes in with key employees. They bring them with them and say, hey, we're going to go in and buy like 5,000 houses. Right, for our employees. For our they employees because we need them to stay <laughs> right. right by the job. We don't want you guys to take it at risk. Okay, good luck. We're moving to Palm, I mean, to Atlanta, Georgia. Good luck finding some real estate out there. Oh, no, it's not going to happen like that. They're going to go out there and they already own a block of homes, at least 10,000 homes. Because think about it. Big corporation, 15,000 employees, easy. Now, we're not talking about the, uh, uh, the uh, vendors, the people who sell to that corporation. They're going to come too. So if one corporation with 15,000 employees come to town, they're going to have at least 30 other corporations that provide them services or products. So now they're going to, now you throw in another 20,000 people. So maybe 25,000 people will come with this one company into this area. So where are, uh, what is the plan where the residents of this, of said community, where are they going? Macon, uh, uh, Warner Robins, uh, just like in L.A. Oh, it so was, no more even suburb of the city no, now. We going no, way out. No, it's too, anything an hour away from the airport is too close. <laughs> That's worth money. In all directions, an hour, not just Atlanta. Well, my little house is worth a whole lot. I'm a whole 15 minutes, maybe That's, 15 minutes. We, and we call that prime real estate. So now you look at Atlanta, one corporation could change the life of a city. Remember how you go to, you see, you see on TV how they'd be like, well, everybody works at that company. We oh, can't yes. afford for them to leave. Uh, Northwestern he employs the whole town, right? Northwestern University in yeah. Evanston, Illinois. Okay, so that is the normal. <laughs> but what's not normal is to have 15 to 100 corporations like that move in the in same area. Mm -hmm. So when you go to Los Angeles, you look up, they said Silicon Valley has relocated to, L not relocated, they've extended themselves and created Silicon Beach in LA. Does that make sense? You oh, understand wow. what I'm saying? Meaning people in LA are sitting around waiting on the real estate market to crash, but not paying attention that Silicon Beach is being created. Now you have an extension of Google, extension of Instagram, extension of Facebook, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, all the way down the app chain of developers or app developers and creators. And they decide they want to live in LA because the weather's great. LA has the best weather in America. Period. Every a lot of people know that that's been there. So now these billionaires and trillionaires are moving in, and they're like going into Beverly Hills. Like this thirty million dollar house is too small. It's only fifteen thousand square feet. So I'm going to buy it and tear it down, and I'm going to buy the house next door and tear that down too, so I can build my hundred thousand square feet house. Because he just sold his app 
to Apple, Google, or Facebook for 1.2 billion, 3.8 billion. The person who sold Candy Crush sold it for 5.6 billion for, for an app. Candy Crush. Candy Crush, just a big regular game. <laughs> it's just a video game, a knockoff of another game. But my point is, people don't realize the wealth that's here that wasn't here five years, 10 years ago. So, And I'm understanding that. I'm, I'm, so this podcast is geared towards the everyday person. And I'm glad you're explaining to people what's going on for people who aren't, uh, aren't understanding. What do they do? What do the people do that are here in Atlanta, either born and raised? I can mention Chicago, my hometown, same thing happening there. They got to get in position. They have to get in position. What position, does that mean? position as in move further out and buy some stuff. Okay, a lot of people who own homes, they're taking this gentrification money, I call it. Meaning they they paid a hundred thousand for their house and now all of a sudden they just got a seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar cash offer on their property and they're like, Okay, well what do I do? So in California, they're like, I'm moving to Atlanta and getting a big giant home. Right. So you just sold your your two bedroom, one bathroom house in Lamar Park, California for $7.95. And you're all liquid. It's all, it's all profit, because the house was paid for, hypothetically speaking. They come to Atlanta, they call, first of all, they call Atlanta, and the, and the real estate agent tells them, oh, you're from California? You oh, got money. Well, well <laughs> we got some houses out in the Kula, and, and out in uh, an hour away, 40 minutes in that way, that are brand new, and they're only uh, six seventy-five. They're like, oh. Yeah, that is cheap. And how big is it? Oh, it's 4,800 square feet. Oh, yeah, I'll take it. I want to see that. Yeah. So now they come out here. They, they come in, drop cash on the house, and then they go buy $200,000 worth of furniture, a Range Rover, a Porsche, and they make a payments on it, and then they go look for a job. So you say, what should they do? They should come out here. Like when I came, I started seeing shopping centers are cheap. Commercial buildings are cheap. So instead of us coming out here with all that money looking for a job, we should be buying up commercial buildings and going and snatching some of these vendors off of the corner saying, hey, I'll partner with you. I got a building right here, you know, or let me put me together a land development team and start building because the, the, the builders who sold me my house, they said they built 5,000 houses in the last three years. They said there's a waiting list that I was, I was on the waiting list for a long time. So let me go buy some raw land and start building some homes. And that's exactly what we should be doing. Now you say, what about the regular people who are barely making it? I mean, the people who are in the market right now, I mean, mm -hmm. I'm not trying to downplay anybody's position, but you know, they have a decent job. They've been on their job five, gotta, 10 years or, you know, whatever. They can qualify for a mortgage with, with not to, ease, but they, you know. They have to get out of their emotions. They have to get out of the, I want a turnkey house. I want granite. I want this. I want, 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 and, and look at it from, as long as I can get something by the Mercedes-Benz Dome, I'm okay. Mm. We can fix it up. Mm. Period. No, no, look. We can fix it up. Okay, yes. Normally, I don't. people don't want to move into... They the, don't want to move right now right by Mercedes-Benz. They, they don't, don't want to move over there. by Porsche. They don't okay, want to move well, over there. Let me but, tell you, they're not finished with being by Porsche. <laughs> yeah, a I want to be by Porsche. A lot more coming by Porsche. If they say, TJ, I'll give you a... A 6,000 square, okay, I qualify for 400,000, hypothetically speaking. TJ, you, you can get a 6,000 square foot house on two acres by, in, in Conyers. Mm -hmm. Like, wow, brand new house, 2020. Okay, wow, nobody's ever lived there before, like, wow. And they say, TJ, I'll give you a uh, two bedroom, one bathroom by the Porsche 
right there by Porsche, uh, the Porsche race, the Porsche experience. I'm like, hmm. And you know, Google's around the corner, you know, Facebook's coming, you know, Instagram, their corporate headquarters is right there. I'll say, I'll take the two bedroom. Because that house, once these, they said they're coming, right? They're coming. So by the time these places start opening up, they pay their employees half a million dollars a year and up, they're gonna, that, that real estate one, 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 so many miles away from those areas are gonna be, it's gonna be prime, that's prime real estate. So you blink your eye, every year you're gonna make like $200,000 in equity. You have people like when the tech companies moved to, to uh, California, you had the guy that made, uh, what's Dell Computer's owner name? Uh, Ellison, Larry Ellison. He goes into Malibu, he like, look all y'all millionaires, I'm gonna leave you some blank checks and y'all just go ahead and fill these out and just get the heck, I need these houses. They're like, what? Are you serious? Do you understand what that means? I know your house is worth 30 million, but I'm gonna leave you a blank check. I don't got time to argue with you. Whatever you feel you want for it, I'll take it. He's like, dang, it's only worth 30 million. It's worth 30 million. If I put 50, I want it. I'm gonna put 60. He, he don't care because he knows he's playing, he's playing a long game. Right. He knows who's coming. So he, we we people suffer from the long game yeah. syndrome, or not the the short game syndrome, or whatever it is. The whole people don't get know what rich the long game quit. is. Yeah, that you know. People don't know what the weekend look like. <laughs> but not the 20 years from now. When I do the coaching, I've realized that by far. Yeah. Because people come to me for coaching. And, you know, I talk a lot about Bitcoin. Oh, well, you can make so much. I heard you can make so much. Well, yeah, technically you can. But it still doesn't grow. The, you're not going from putting 100000 into being a millionaire in two months. Right. And that's the point I'll be trying to make. Yeah, I'm people. like, you have to invest and grow. You can't. <laughs> I, I tell people all the time, I'm not saying you're not going to make any money in Bitcoin, the stock market, or or what's the other one I'm missing? Gold or what is Forex. it? Forex. Forex. I didn't say you wasn't going to make any money. I'm saying you want to make stupid, crazy money and be wealthy in four years. It takes a minute. Get into some real estate. Right. And it takes in a the, minute. In the right areas, though. Right. Not just, oh, I bought a house in Conyers. I bought a house in Dakula. It got to be in the right area. Like, I bought the house right there by Porsche. They built a Mercedes Benz, they built a, a Tesla, uh, they built Elon Musk, SpaceX came to town, uh, the helicopter, the aerospace company is all within five minutes of my house. Oh, well your house is probably gonna go from 550 for that little raggedy two bedroom that you didn't want, that you had to put 100,000 in to make it livable. It took two years to get all the rest of the riffraff out of there, but now all of a sudden it's worth $6 million. But you have to worry about the other side of that too, because I've that? seen it go negative. Um, I read the the long story, especially since you mentioned um, Tesla, when he moved down. Where is it in Alabama? Is that where Hard, it is now? Uh, well, you got them all over the country, but okay, that where the SpaceX is. Parkdown, California. No, 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 the newer one. Is it Alabama or Texas? He just moved one in Austin, Texas. Okay, so there's that little community that's right outside his compound that. Um, getting wiped out he lowballed him yeah so he tried yeah. to offer them all so that's what i was going to say the worry about the negative yeah. side that they don't offer you because if you're a certain that's um because, if you're a certain group they don't bring in a check know, and give you a check and say fill it out yourself if you're a certain no, group but see those are the people they have to understand how to play the game so let's look at in my book i put this picture here this person here was in the neighborhood the whole neighborhood like this mm -hmm. 
this three-story houses. That house is about twenty, about eighteen hundred square feet. Mm -hmm. Now there's mega mondo apartment buildings and condos surrounding this thing. Yep. It just swallowed this house up. This person was the stupid person they called him at seven. first because he didn't sell. He he didn't sell his fifty thousand dollar house in Philadelphia. In uh, yeah, Philly. He didn't take fifty thousand like his friends did. He didn't take a hundred thousand. They thought he was stupid and talked bad about him. And then the last holder outers, they walked off with a hundred and eighty thousand, and they was looking at him like you just stupid. But now, yeah. Now all of a sudden he like, look, dude, I ain't taking no less than five million. I'd like to partner with one of y'all, and I want to build a fourteen-story apartment building because y'all keep changing the zoning, and you can go higher and higher every year. Right. So, so my three-story now yes. could be a. 12. A 12-story. <laughs> My three-story, uh, little bitty small lot could be a 12-story with uh, a pool on the top. 45 units, <laughs> and we're going to get $400,000 a piece for these little 600-square-foot units. That's the long game. Right. And that's what he's dealing with. So when I was over there, I was literally walking over wire, trying not to get dirty from hitting the little the, the, the guardrails and watch out for that truck. And oh, is that nails in the street? Watch out for the nails. So they made it real hard for this person, but they weathered the storm. And this is the most valuable real estate in this area right now. But this is happening all over the country. The people who are playing the long game, who understand, who not understand, but overstands what's happening. Oh, they creating some wealth. You got people like Larry Ellison that will say, you know what? See, that's how, that's how gentrification works. First, the first off with gentrification, they say, okay, well, we want, when, they, when Elon Musk knew he was coming to, going to uh, Austin, Texas, for example, they, they already picked this neighborhood because that city had pitched to Elon, said, hey, man, you can get the houses this cheap and we can push these people out of there and with the no problem. The one I'm thinking about, I, I want to, I don't know if it's tech, I keep feeling like it's Alabama. It's off the water. I know that it's off the water. I just read the, the article about it, but well, anyway. a, lot, a lot of stuff going on in Houston too. But okay. nationally, Alabama, Amazon moved there. Nationally, remember, it's nationally. You have big corporations coming because because of Trump laid out the foundation saying y'all want to make money in America because we're the biggest consumers on the planet. If you want to be here near the biggest consumer, the African-American community that just buy everything and don't think about tomorrow is what they're saying, come here. No offense to us, but I'm just saying what's normal because look at we're being baited on TV. You got to have this. You got to drive that. You got to look like this or you're not going to be cool like everybody on TV. And that's why people are spending, trying to have things. So that's why But they've everybody... got the big pretty stadium that we can go spend $100 yeah. a ticket and sit for two hours and be I told distracted. Them. I told him, I said, you guys are bringing, I was the first person that got up and bashed them building the brand new stadiums in LA. They looked at me crazy. I said, you guys are excited about a, a, a $1.2 billion football, basketball, whatever it is, stadium. I don't even know because I don't even watch sports. You are excited about that $1.2 that $1 billion stadium that pays part-time minimum wage min, part-time minimum wage because it brings they, jobs they yes it never brings thought about ten dollars an hour part-time 12 hours a week how many <laughs> how, how often do they play games there that's what i say they travel the country hour, 12 12 hours a week 12 hours a month <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How, how often do these teams have home games when they travel and play in all these other 30 states of of games so they never thought about it like that that's not going to help us. We don't want those jobs. We don't want jobs that are not living wage jobs. If you guys want to have a job, that's what will help us as a people. Stop asking for a job and start asking for living wage jobs. A job means McDonald's, Starbucks. 
but a living wage job means SpaceX, Tesla. Right. You know what I'm saying? Where, okay, well, these houses run 800 and up over here, the low two millions, who's going to pay that kind of money? Oh, uh, uh, space, SpaceX does. Right. Tesla does. So the long game, the long game. Yeah. So I don't know. You, I had my sister on a couple weeks ago. We talked about the Evanston reparations. Mm-hmm. Did an interview last night um, with Evanston Live. We talked about reparations again. An ex- interesting thing, first of all, I, I want to hear your take on it. Have you heard about the Evanston reparations, the grant? The marijuana, put yeah. marijuana okay. and all that. Well, the bamboozle, I call it. Honey, it's more than bamboozle. It's a double-edged sword. It is We're over bamboozle. But let me tell you, before we talk more about it, so $25,000 housing grant, basically, to 16 people first round. And in my mind, uh, Malika kept asking me in the interview, what do you suggest people do? The people who get selected for it, you know, what, how could they use the money? What would this? And, and of course, I can't give one general answer. It's a different answer for, right. you know, 20 sets of people. But um, even with the housing grant, okay, if that's what they're going to get and that's all Evanston's going to do, how can we maximize this money with the housing grant? Houses in Evanston are very expensive. That is a very expensive real estate. They also put a caveat on this money. (laughs) Only two people can combine their grants together. Now, Mm. what's the purpose of that? Two people. Okay, if four of us got it and we wanted to go, that's only $100,000. Average house in Evanston, you'll be lucky if you can find a house for about three fifty to four hundred, really, right. and I'm not joking. And they, so even if four people put money together, that's a hundred thousand dollars. It doesn't even pay for one home. The whole goal is to get them out of there. That's what it is. It's a numbers game. So you're game. giving them twenty five thousand, which is not that is not my no sister's money at all. property taxes are almost twenty five thousand a year. That's what I'm saying. People don't see. People don't know that part of the game. And they say, "Be happy." Oh, be happy. You're getting the twenty five thousand. That doesn't mean anything in Evanston. That is that is irrelevant. And if they gave me 25,000 for my home here in Georgia, I can stretch that. I can stretch it a lot here in Georgia. You're not stretching it a quarter of a year in you Evanston. Know, you know what I tell people? Before you sell your house, you wanna buy your house first. If you plan on selling your house and getting something else, I will go buy that house first, then sell the old one. Mm-hmm. Before, you That's just move smart. Your, before you move your business, I would go buy the building first for the new building, the new business, and open it up, get my permits. Then I would move the move business. To other location, yeah. Because I know too many people who are being bamboozled. I have a friend, I don't want to throw nobody out there, but someone called me the other day and said he, he put his house on the market. As soon as he got some equity in it, he's like, I'm out of here because it went from being upside down to now he got like 100,000 equity overnight. And he, said, he remembered me always saying, hold on, don't sell. So all of a sudden, when it jumped up, he saw 200,000 equity, he quickly listed it, and then he went back and watched my videos, and was like, oh shoot, he really saying don't sell now. I've been, he'd been not on my page for about a year or so. He came back and called me, um, how can I uh, get out of a contract to sell? I'm like, here we go, here we go. So he, even, They will sue you. Again, with common sense, let's just, you know, I'm not, everybody's not going to be class A investor. But just what you said, common sense. Why? You have we, equity. 
and it's a seller's market. You can get bukus of dollars right now if you sell your home in your certain areas. Well, see, common sense. Common sense says the whole black community saying the market is crashing. Sell. That's common sense. If you know the market is crashing, but no, and but your thought leader said it's crashing. Even so take where the I'm money. going, you sell it because you're. We'll use your friend for an example. You sell it because it's got all this equity, and you're going to get all this cash. Great. Where are you going? That's the point. That's what, what we're supposed to say. I, I want to do the numbers. Okay, right. so you're going to make all this money, and it's a seller's market, and so you made over probably asking or over um, the valuation of the home. Okay, so you got this money, but you have to go buy. You're staying in the same community. Even if you go to a different community, you're staying in the same community. Let's do the numbers. So you're going to buy over asking price again. <laughs> Just because right. you sold over asking, you're going to buy over asking. If you're not paying full cash, you got a mortgage, your interest. That's what I say. So I'm buy like, buy the house first. See, but the whole thing, the whole thing boils down to don't sell anything. Wait, if you have to, then I understand. But you better make sure you have somewhere to go first. That's what I'm telling Guaranteed. people right now. I would say do not move right, right now unless you have to. Unless there is some reason that you have got to get out of this location and get to a different place, then obviously you have to sell. But it That's is so, not the time to be leisurely walking into new home developments and oohing and I. I'm going to wait till oh, next year until my daughter graduates. interest rates are so low. Oh, they're so they'll never be this low again. Let's, I got to get this interest that. rate. Let's talk about that. When the housing market is, is high, the interest rates are, are low. Gonna, they have no choice but to be because low. people won't so, be able to afford it right you can't have a 1.8 million dollar <laughs> and house a 10 percent interest a, rate there you go it just ain't I gonna know. happen i've tried to can, tell people but you can have a ninety thousand dollar house with a 12 percent interest rate I, you see what i'm saying so people say i would always tell people i say i tell people this all the time well sometimes i gotta hear somebody else say okay it too. go ahead i say it all the <laughs> say, time when the when the house market does decrease the interest rate goes up you pay you make the same payment Right. Payments the same. I tell people all the time, <laughs> I said, do not be sitting here praying for a higher interest rate. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm sorry. Don't pray for a lower to, to keep their interest rates lower because that's going to make them continue to raise the housing prices and that's going to continue the homelessness. Now, if you pray for a higher interest rate, that may help the people who can't afford to own a home who would like to buy a home. You see what I'm saying? So they looking at they got to look at it like this. You people, people always say, oh, I have white friends. I have, oh, they're cool. That's my friend. I say, okay, if that's your friend, ask them how much is their interest rate on that, that $1.2 million house they just bought next door to you mm. that you said you would never pay. They'll never get it. You're like, they'll never get that. That's crazy. And then all of a sudden they bought it. And then you, you guys become good friends. But you like, how can you guys pay for a $1.2 million house? And they barely got regular jobs. Ask them what their interest rate is, is and ask them where did they come from? What you think where they, did they come from? What state? Wow. What city? They will say we 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 came from Argentina. We come from London. We just they gave us the money to come move here, and they gave us a zero interest rate fine, uh, loan to purchase this home, and our payment is only on this one point two million dollar house. It's only nine fifty a month. Oh, I know. We had that in Vegas a lot. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Before the last crash, we had a lot of that. People yeah. who did I, we had a I had a fellow agent. I think paid like 1.2 and the payment was only uh, like 1200, 1400 yeah. a month or something. Yeah. At but, the time uh, I was paying the same amount and my well, little house was like less than 300,000. Well, let's get it. Let's get it. Let's talk to tell the people how this works. Now, 
a million dollar house at 1.2 million, that's a six or $7,000 a month mortgage payment. This was when they were doing interest only and they had all these funny programs. No, I'm saying period in general. Oh, right, right. The, the current, if you own, if you purchasing that's what, a 1.2 million dollar home, you're going to see a, a $6,000, $7,000 a month mortgage payment with great credit. That's what your 800 FICO score. Mm -hmm. Now, if you coming in saying, Hey, I only got a, I got a zero interest rate. Oh, well, your note's going to be 600 bucks. We got to land. See, we got to really go into these things. We got the, a lot of people are saying, I can't, they can't afford to buy a house anymore. Now they're listening to people like me saying, you know what, build it. So building TJ, is becoming popular. What hmm? you should do is a builder seminar, a building Working seminar. That's Working what people need because you don't realize how, I'm not going to say easy, it's because it won't necessarily be easy, but people don't realize how lucrative, number one, and how not difficult it can be. I won't say easy, but to well, get a reputable builder, go ahead and do it yourself. Right. Well, save over a new home, save 50%. Well, see, let's talk about that. Now that people are been, I've been teaching people that, I give classes, consultations, training. I coach a lot of new builders, a lot of builder clubs, et cetera, investment clubs into construction, into new construction. And what I'm finding out is all over the country, they're seeing all this abundance of new homeowners coming in and say, oh, I'm gonna build I'm my own contractor. I'm gonna build it myself. So they're passing laws to stop us mm -hmm. from doing that. So while most people don't even go, when they start talking about construction and all that, most people don't even pay attention to that. They ain't talking about me. We want them to bring some jobs is what people are thinking, right? But the reality is we need to start speaking up on it. I need not to be in these meetings by myself saying, oh no, I don't want them to put a homeowner can't uh, uh, add on to his own home. People are looking at me like, who do you care about that for? We moving. We ain't, we ain't let me no, tell you, we buying brand new homes. Little County I live in, boy, they real lenient on the, the building, the remodeling, the upgrading, the additions. Yeah, they, they want Shoot, people to come out there. You can't get into Evanston. You can't remodel the interior of your bathroom in Evanston without a permit. I mean, That's they coming inside your house. They are making you it You putting hard. in a new sink, we want to see the sink. I mean, it don't have nothing to do with nothing. But When I, when I was building in a city called California City back in Palmdale, mm -hmm. they rolled, it was, Cal, it was California, I mean. They rolled the red carpet out. They would be like, Mr. Lofton, here goes a list of uh, vacant lots. Here goes another list with unfinished houses. And we just wanted you to have that. I'm looking like, wow, thank you. Here goes some tax deeds. Here goes some tax loan people right here having problems with their taxes on some houses. I'm like, they want us to come build. Mm -hmm. They're saying come and develop our little small town. They don't make money if it's sitting there yes, undeveloped. Yes, they're not making money. There's they no need that tax there, income. There was no Googles. There was no Facebooks. There was no Boeing aircrafts out there. There was nothing but the president, and that wasn't doing nothing. They could. So, long story short, now it's different. You got uh uh uh, uh what's the guy's name? Uh, space Air, Air Space One or something like that. Uh, Virgin Airlines owner oh. Richard Branford Branson. T-Mobile and Virgin. Yes, Virgin <laughs> Airlines, and he set up Virgin Galactic mm -hmm. in, in Mojave, California, which is a rock throw away from uh, California City. And boy, I tell you, Warren Buffett went out there and built the world's biggest solar plant out there in Lancaster, California. All of this is a rock throw away from California City. Now, you ain't going to California City. I'm looking at houses that used to be 50,000, 
You go to California City back in 2001 with 50,000, you was like, wow, you the big dog. You know what I mean? Now they touching on some 250,000, $289,000 houses, and that's just crazy to me. That's crazy, but people gotta understand Los Angeles median home price is 744,000. So you knock off 200,000, an hour and a half away, you got Palmdale, California, and then you knock off another 200,000, uh, 45 minutes out from there, which is three hours away from LA. Now you got 250 and 280,000. Oh, what's the little San Bernardino? Yeah, oh no, San Bernardino's expensive. <laughs> San Bernardino. Used to be the, the gang capital. I don't about to say crime capital, boy, yeah. San Bernardino. So, so this is why I was able to come from California and tell y'all, hey, y'all got to get in position. Well, I've been looking in Atlanta. No, forget Atlanta. <laughs> Let's head on out to Macon, Warner Robins, and all these small cities because I'm over there having wars where one minute I'm in 2015, I'm over there in Macon at looking at houses for $1,200, the whole house. Now I'm in Macon looking at houses for 28,000 for something that need a whole lot of work, need 80,000 in work. You see what I'm saying? So, so it's changing. Again, where, what are we telling people? You think right now you have $20,000, not even 20, I don't, I don't even know what it costs to, to buy a house right now. I don't even know what down payment requirements are. But you three have, and a half percent, depending okay, on what so you have your just regular three and a half percent FHA loan. And it's going to be difficult right now to find a house with only the three and a half percent down. It's, it's going to be difficult if you're looking for something that your heart desires. But that's, that's, we're Meaning, talking about the, the you, everyday person and that's what we it gotta, is. We got to change our ways. We're looking for our everyday desires. We have to change our ways. I don't like it like this, but. I have seen a kitchen remodeled before, so I'm going to wait and have a kitchen remodeled. Even my house. I know the roof is leaking, but I do know that the roofers will fix that. Right. We have to think like that. I don't like this landscaping. I don't like the fact that there's no fence or the fence is falling down, but I can have some people come fix that. That's how we got to start thinking. Okay, well, it's only a two-bedroom, and I know we needed three, but I'm just going to have to go ahead and add on. Add on or bunk bed it for a minute. Yeah, or bunk bed it. Those there it is. There. I'm going to have to put the children in. <laughs> we, we are so spoiled. We, we, we've been spoiled because we're in a society where we got these people coming out of slavery and they still had that slavery mentality. So now that they're not no longer in slavery, they got jobs making a whole 80,000. They're like feeling like kings and queens. Like, hey, well, I'm looking at you got 12 year olds with iPhones and no offense if we, anybody got an iPhone out there, but we got. People that are putting money, people that should not have iPhones got iPhones. I'm sitting here pulling in a certain amount of money and doing very well with myself. So if I have an iPhone, it should be okay. But when you over here on the government assistance, you over here working a job that's paying $21,000 a year and your children have iPhones, you're walking around well, you with, that's a problem. $600, $700 car note. Yes, that's a problem. <laughs> you make $2,000 a month and you got a $1,100 BMW payment lease. These are things that we have to stop. These things have to change. We have to make different moves. So we got to get out of the hole. I'm gonna buy me a new house. We got to get into the whole idea of I'm gonna build a house. That is how we're gonna. The difference between a new house and a, a brand new house from the ground up is this thing called equity. You go buy a brand new house or a remodeled house off you're the market. You're paying all the equity all, to the builder. It's all <laughs> upside down. All profit. You're paying all your equity as profit yes. to the builder. You're zero equity. There's no equity in none of these properties anymore. 
you go and build a house from the ground up, you used to make uh, half, half equity. So the house would pay, like we were building houses in Palmdale for like at half a million, and those houses was appraising at 1.2, 1.5. And you can even buy an older house you just talked about, yeah. a house that needs some work. You're halfway yeah. there. Gut it out. Okay, just do a full gut. Just you full gut, you don't take need it down to, do, to the studs. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to do a foundation and all this. Just gut it out, redo the inside. Yeah, and, and that's where we got to go. But here's a bigger game. Now the big game is labor. The labor's at an all-time high. Yeah, and I heard you know, it's hard to get. It's hard to get a trustworthy get a person. Contractor. So this is why I'm telling people. I say, hey, I know you really want your son to be a doctor. You know, making between 180 to 300 thousand for the regular doctors. I ain't talking about no brain surgeon or no anesthesiologist. I'm talking about just to say I'm a doctor and my name is doctor. I do checkups. And how <laughs> much is that DR going to cost you? Or how, th- how much it, is that uh, MD going to cost you to uh, get? Uh, was it 400,000, three, $400,000 in student loans. And you're going to recoup that after how many years? You're not. 20 years? You're not. 30 years? I saw an old lady, like 89. I saw a meme with an old lady, like 90 years old. And she was sitting there at her computer. And she says, thank the Lord. I just paid off my student loans. I was like, that ain't funny. That's serious. That's real. That's true. Right. That's true story. So a meme. Yes. A real meme. <laughs> yes. So attorney guy I knew, he said he's paid three thousand dollars a month on his uh his 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 payments. It's three thousand a month. That's why as soon as they come out of school, they immediately headed straight to the first person that's gonna give them a job, which is the courthouse. And what are they doing? They get a job as an attorney, uh prosecuting African Americans. You know, just like that. And they get paid by the cases they lose. So it's like, you can't help your people. You, you became an attorney to help your people, but you can't help because you, this is what your job is telling you. And you the see? income is based on losses. Yeah, income is based on losses. Hmm. You can't help your people. The only Incentivize. Thing, now the attorneys who's paid off and started their own practices, those are the ones, they're like the one percenters. Those are the ones that can help. But it all boils down to solutions, solutions, solutions. What can they do? We have to change our mindsets and we have to say, okay, well, Junior may not be a doctor. How about a land developer? By saying he's going to be a land developer, okay, he's six years old right now. Uh, we got <laughs> two, we got $50,000. The big mama left him when she passed away, saved for college. No, we're not going to use that for college no more. We're going to put Junior in uh, land development classes. So right now, since he's six, we're taking him over to Home Depot and Lowe's and taking some of them free classes. Mm-hmm. He's going to spend most of his time on YouTube learning about how to hang ceiling fans, how to put door locks on, how to hang a door, how to frame a window, how to build a tiny home. Any and everything that got to do with construction, that's what Junior's going to do. By the time Junior's 10 years old, he's going to be out there know everything <laughs> about Fixing the window how, he broke yes, for playing he baseball. Gonna fix every, no, he's going to be more concerned, <laughs> consider, because he know how much that window costs. You know what I'm saying? He knows if he breaks it, that's coming out his allowance money. So, no, he's like, hey, y'all, we're going to have to play that way. You know what I'm saying? Because we ain't, we ain't busting no windows. I know how much they cost. Just like when you tell your children how much the bills cost, mm. they'll be like, oh, no. Electricity. Let me, let me cut these electricity off. The off. Right. Let me cut these lights off because I know that bill will be like $80 a month and that go up fast. And mom will be telling me no every time because the bills is too high. So we're going to keep those lights off and keep that refrigerator door closed. But here's the thing. When you say my child's going to be a developer, my child's going to be an a, a auto shop owner, now you're saying putting him in a situation where he's going to grow up to be possibly a multi-billionaire by the time he dies. 
This guy gonna be like 50 years old, worth two, three billion dollars because he's been following the black print his whole life. Mm -hmm. His family have set him up to succeed and win at a housing market like this. The housing market is always booming somewhere. So it may slow down over here in, in Atlanta, but guess what? They In Saudi Arabia, hypothetically speaking, like Saudi Arabia at one point, they realized their oil was out and they went back and hired every top developer in the world. The biggest, baddest architects, the biggest, baddest developers. Now you've got the second Vegas. Moved them straight. <laughs> that place is killing Vegas. Now you got the second Vegas. No, 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 no. That's, you can't, that's an insult to compare well, Saudi Arabia. Well, Vegas Array. was they first, have, so we're going to say yeah, that second. I ain't say who but, was bigger or better. But people I go, by the number. it's not about the gambling, in my, I, it's not about the gambling in Saudi Arabia. It's about the wow. Mm-hmm. Wow, this building comes up out of the ocean. Wow, this train actually goes under the ocean. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Wow, I wonder how does the elevator go up in that building in its circle? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How, does, how do I get to the top floor? So you gotta go, go see that, that's me. I'm like, I got to go see how they built that because my engineering mindset is like, it won't let me sleep. I'm like, I need to know how they did that, <laughs> you know? So we going over there to see the nice this and the views and the and, and dry the jet skis. No, 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 no. I want to go to that building and then I want to go see this other building because these are architectural feats. And I'm just, I just need to know what's the new technology. But my point is, we have to pivot in our lives. Things are never going to be the same. Things are never going to change. So we got to look at what's working and what's not working. So right now, what is the most common thing that we do as a people when we get our little money right? Oh, we're putting our children into school. Education, because we want them to have a better life. Well, education does not only consist of four years. Now it's five years of of college. How about we hire him a wealth coach? We want him to grow up and be wealthy. Uh, The local guy at the corner that owns the restaurant, that he's a millionaire, he's going to let him, uh, he's going to coach our son. You see what I'm saying? Don't you want a millionaire training your child versus a, a underpaid, I can't afford to live anywhere professor? No offense. I'm just being honest. No, I know. These, are, these professors are struggling. Schools are building tiny homes on campus for the professors. The professors are moving in some of the student housing now. So now, let me tell you, I have great friends. Mm-hmm. And just this morning, I got a wake up text message from one of my good friends. And it was um, one of those motivational um, YouTube videos, one that I had not seen in the past. And um, it was so shocking, and I know it was so true, but it was so alarming. It said, um, overwhelmingly, children grow up to be what their parent was. So your parent was poor, the child would be poor. Your parent was rich, the child would be rich. You know, it was just so alarming, but statistically, that's pretty true. Um, And it doesn't have to be. It's a mindset. It's a it's a way of thinking. It's a way you you have to unlearn. Basically, you're gonna have to unlearn and, what you've and, seen and not be a part of the regular system. Oh, absolutely! I tell people that the, all the, the time. System, the system, the African American system mm-hmm. says, go to college, get a good job, and you're good. And that's not you're even good. just the African American. Go, go to college. That's the American system. Right. The um, the U United States system wants to teach you to be in debt. That's right. the system. Right. It's the debt but, system. But but if we look at okay, let's say people who do want they do want to put their children in college. I'm not saying college is a bad thing. I'm just saying there are certain classes they need to take if they're going to go to college. Mm-hmm. Like when you go to uh, Africa and you look at the uh, let's say Nigerians, 
They don't just say, baby, here go 300000 I want you to go to the university and get you a and degree. And be there until you figure out what you want to do. And figure out what you want to do. <laughs> do what you love. Do what you love. Even if it don't, even if you can't pay the 300000 back. Just do what you love. You can't. How are you telling him to do what he loved with 300000 I say the Nigerians, the Jewish, everybody says doctor, lawyer, engineer, or failure. Period. Doctor, lawyer, engineer, or get out my house. Don't come back to my, oh, I got my master's degree in, uh, oh, no. Doctor, why is that? Because they know you will not make it without these other Without you can't with pay these those other student things. loans off right. with those other degrees. Right. So so now we're not talking. Now you're talking about not just a basic doctor. We're talking about anesthesiologists, to be specific. So we're talking about heart surgeon. We're talking about plastic surgeon or something like that. Specialty. You know what I'm saying? Somebody who's going to come in, build, you know, <laughs> and change and doing all this crazy stuff people want. You know, you used to be a, a this. Now you mm, want to be a that. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're not happy with just looking. Okay. We, you know, them doctors, we talking about five, seven, eight, ten years of education, half a million in student loans. My friend, so, Dr. Fripp. Yeah. So when they come home, they're like, man, what'd you get the both on them things on that? You know, oh, well, that was 50,000. You know, knock that out in a couple of days. Okay. What'd you get to make that person from a, to a, you know, the new thing that's going on in America? Oh, that's a $200,000 surgery. We did that in two weeks. That could be your real estate. I'm trying to tell you. You could keep the, the, the behind. (laughs) You could keep the derriere you came with. Make me look like her. And buy you some land. Make me look like her. Oh, Oh, that's 300,000 and they paying it. And it's so bad that the government has said, you know what? We're going to pay for these things. What? We can't even get them to pay for a COVID shot. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If your 16, your your 12-year-old decides they're not happy with who they are and they want to be something else. Oh, I didn't know that. We have to. That's out of our tax dollars. They passing laws like that. Hmm. It's deep. It's getting real deep. Oh, how about it? I don't want to make people think we're picking on them, but. But we can't get just free basic health care for everybody? No, no, no. How about this? New law. But old law was when I got married, well, no, when I was dating, somebody had way, had life, had insurance, had medical insurance, and I didn't as a business owner. They're like, well, I can't add you on my insurance because we're not married. Right, right. Well, they passed the law saying, oh, well, they can add, they can add when you're, when, when the same date's the same, oh, they can uh, get insurance. Not married. Not married, they can get insurance. So now the, mar- the non-married people, the, hus- the man and male and female decide, well, that's not fair. So they started suing and filing lawsuits. And next thing you know, they just leveled the playing field. Okay, we're sorry. Instead of making it the same for everybody, and okay, y'all don't qualify to do that no more, sorry. They say, okay, well, we're going to open it up for everybody. Now you can come in there with your significant other yeah. and get him or her some insurance. I know, I know lots of specialty plans. Like, I'm not specialty, but yeah, I know people that have lots of people. On, on policies with them, right. not related, our related, used to be related, just all kinds of stuff. Boy, look how that conversation went left so fast. Now, again, we ain't picking on nobody. We're just talking about topics that most people don't know or don't even understand. So now let's go back to, we're talking about wealth. Where's the money coming from? If you want to live in America from now on out, you're going to have to make some serious money. We're talking about four or five hundred thousand and up to live good lives in America. So it don't boils down to, can I go to college and get a degree to get that? 
No. And I understand this. I'm still just trying to look for the end game. Where are all these millions, millions of people in America that do not make even a hundred thousand? You talking about four or five thousand? I mean, four and five hundred thousand. Where do the millions of people that don't even make fifty thousand dollars a year? Well, where are they going? So it depends on what show we are on. Are we? Can I keep it real or do I got to keep it? We want this show to air. I mean, uh, I read the article earlier this week. Um, There's an article that shows you how many people right now are behind on their rent. So they have a map. They have all the states. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Georgia was in the right around the 50 percent. So 50 percent of people in the state of Georgia are right now behind on their rent. And the numbers, there were a lot of 50 percent states. Some went down as low as like 20%, but there were a lot of, where are these people? Because they're not going to buy houses. I'll say this. Where are these people going? Where are they going? This thing called COVID is sure conveniently killing a lot of people. Yeah, that is. But that's a whole lot of people they're going to have to wipe out real fast. I'm just telling you. When this eviction moratorium gets lifted. they're, They're saying, wait till the second wave comes. I'm just going to leave, put the, put a pin in there and leave that right there. You asking where are all these people going? Who's monitoring the levels of homeless people? Is it the same amount? Is it going up? Or is it, who's keeping track of these homeless people? You see what Nobody I'm saying? Nobody tracks them until it's time to vote. That's what I'm trying to say. time to do the census. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we you only have, look at them for you, voting you, and census time. You have too many people dropping off the radar. They are saying, oh, we want a cashless society. Let's go there. Okay, cashless society means you have credit cards, right? Yes. You got to in order to have a credit card, you have to have a bank. In order to have a well, bank, you ca- have to you have, have an to address. Because you can do Bitcoin without a credit card, but you still have to have means to have the Absolutely. cell phone and everything. You else have to, to have do. that. But if you don't have an address to live, okay, you gonna have a cell phone. How are you gonna pay your cell phone bill? I, that's what I'm saying. Transfer. You got to be able to transfer the money. You got to right. be able to put your money in. You got to get direct deposit. Now people are unemployed and they don't have a home. And I can't hand them $50. Hey, man, here go $1,000. I just wanted to give you that because the cash is no good anymore. It's a problem. Hey, man, I want to give you some money. You don't so have a card. I can't transfer you any money. We know there'll be some under market. We yeah. know there'll be some but in the, substandard market. True. Because but everybody's the, not going to be able to go cash. When door, when door clo- one door closes, another door opens. But the problem is we have to know that that door opened and where that door is. Most people don't ever find that out. That's why I'm doing so well traveling around. Well, when I was traveling, you know, I was traveling around the country because all I was doing was telling people, here's another option. They're like, whoa, I didn't know about that. Here's another option. Here's some more options. And they're like, you're the only one saying these things. And I'm like, your professor didn't tell you that. Your, your, your college people didn't tell you that. These people didn't tell you. And they're like, no, they don't even know. The teachers are taking notes in the back of the classes. I go do a lecture at a college or at a anywhere and the teachers are asking me for consultations and trainings because they don't know. These are some of my biggest clients. They weren't taught that. You gotta think out the box. Yeah, we're in a cycle right now where mom and pop knew that they're, you know, our our baby boomers, their parents owned the house and mom and pop, the baby boomers owned the house. Now, the people who are running things, they're all college students. They're only like second state, second, uh, what do you call it? Second level of college students and now, we're talking about non-homeowners. Mm. My teacher, my professor doesn't own a home. My, all these people don't own real estate, but they're smart. 
that's Dr. Such and Such. And she says she's great. She's leasing her car. She's leasing her house, her BMW, her house. And, and she's paying notes on her cell phone, blah, blah, blah. They're like, well, but she don't own anything. And they're cool, so I'm going to be just like them. Well, we and know we problem. are headed to a non-ownership society. We are already that here. That is very and they, clear. They're wiping out the rest of the people. But you say, where are they going to go? They're going to have to go live further out. It's going to be common. People are going to be three hours away. Why do you think they're extending the I-75 freeway going way all the way back up into the Macon's and Warner Robins and past that? They extending the... Are there homes available for these Absolutely. People? I was just in Griffin, brand new homes. I was in Ham Hamilton, okay, well. brand new homes. I'm in Macon, brand new homes going up. And I'm in Macon and the rent is still $1,000 a month. And there's always overseas out of this country Okay, well, Which let's I talk will about say that. during COVID, I have lost, not lost, but I have um, several friends that have left the United States. See, we have people who will leave and go there, but people, forget, people ask all the wrong questions. They'll say, oh my God, I got an amazing house for that amount of money. Oh, well, not well, enough. most of the people I know that left during the COVID time did not leave because of housing prices. No, no, no. I'm saying <laughs> when people who leave mm -hmm. to go overseas and they buy property overseas saying we're moving to Africa, we're moving to Mexico, well, they get amazing houses, but then they find themselves flying back for medical. They're finding themselves to fly back because something happened with their, their uh, what do you call it, their, their money from their job. So it's like they, they're not, it's not self-contained in these state, these countries. It's not like they don't, they don't, they don't never have to come back. Well, you got to do your research. Yeah, you have you to do, do your research. research. I know people who have been there's gone no for Kaiser. decades. There's no Kaiser in the, <laughs> you know, in these countries over there. There's no health care in certain well, you places. Have to, you, know? yeah, you have to do your research. You have yeah. to do your, there's health care, but there's no how are you going eight, to get no, it? How do you there's qualify? No, there's no low income. Housing. There's no uh, government assistance in oh, a lot of these places. You shouldn't be moving if you need. I'm okay. saying, if something, just like a lot of people, when I was the president of Lamar Park Vendors in California, a lot of people would come in there and look down on us and be like, "What are you guys doing? You guys are nuisances!" And and then all of a sudden they lose their job. Remember these companies start cutting people like crazy. Since uh, 18 and 19, it was just 70,000 people, 400,000 people. When Obama came in, we was losing 500,000 jobs a month. Do you remember that? When Bush was on his way out, he went and Obama won and Obama came in and Bush was forced to open up the books. Okay, here you go. This is what's really going on. This ain't in the news yet. Obama looked at that and he said, I am not gonna come in there and tell people that. You gonna, <laughs> you gonna, you gonna fix this before I get in the office, right? So soon as Obama was supposed to come in the office, Bush came in and said, we need a bailout. Quickest bailout in U.S. history. So much. Remember that? Yeah, well, yeah. Bush got that. And then, boom, he puts and all his money and they give people money, bails out the banking system. You're like, oh, my God, what just happened? You know, they printing out money. The bailouts came in at the end of the Bush era because he told them what was really going on. And then Obama comes in and he has to get another bailout. I need some more money. That wasn't enough. Why? Because we were losing six, five to 600,000 jobs 
a month. And I'm not talking about McDonald's and Burger King. I'm talking about living yeah. wage jobs. And so the numbers are worse now. Yeah, absolutely. So our snobby people, I'm a one percenter. I don't have to. I make six hundred thousand a year. They lost their jobs. Well, look, I'm and gonna now bring they're you back. Sitting right here with me, vending. On that one, we're they definitely were, gonna. I'm gonna bring you back because. I put something on my page recently that about inflation and a couple people came on and said, no, inflation is not that bad, blah, 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 blah. And they went all on in my posts about it. And then later that same week, I read another article that was published that said they stopped um, publishing the M1 money supply. So mm -hmm. now they're not even publishing publicly anymore how many dollars they're printing a nope. month. Nope. I said, so I went back onto that same post to the couple people that were questioning me. I said, well, it's ironic. We just had this discussion this month. <laughs> they just announced they're not going to print these numbers anymore. I said, why do you suppose they did that? Because you usually don't hide stuff that's good. Right. right you don't hide stuff accurate. when there's nothing to hide. <laughs> they're, they're, they're not accurate. And no response. I got no reply to that question. But yeah, so we'll, we'll talk about that later. Let's wrap up here ending of our real estate discussion um, thomas tj lofton.com oh, tj lofton.com y'all no go ahead <laughs> say it slower say it slower uh, social media uh thomas tj lofton that's l-o-f-t-i-n that's instagram that's facebook that's youtube uh that's even uh clubhouse T thomas tj lofton i saw you at clubhouse i haven't yeah, seen you I on it i'm not on enough to see people but okay Boy, I have, I have quite interesting times on Clubhouse. Yeah. They invite me and and it just be interesting, it you know? Was. I'm like, who's leading these Clubhouses? <laughs> Tell them about your book. Uh, I have a book. If you guys are interested in more of this great talk and solutions and strategies, come to my, get my copy of my book called Monetizing Gentrification and Building Black Ownership. So what am I saying? A lot of people say, oh, monetizing gentrification, we don't want to profit off of bad things happening well you do or somebody else is going to absolutely but what we're talking about is a, re a pivot of what we should be doing how do we make money in this area era of gentrification there's a lot of money in land development going on and i talk about it in my book y'all so that's what we need to know that's that door that i was talking about when that door those doors that are closing y'all looking for some new doors pick up a copy of this book you can order it off my website or just give me a call at area code 310-619-3954 again that's 310 619-3954 if you need somebody to hold your hand and you got some questions and you you want to do some of these big projects and you you say oh man over my head i just i need more i need help i offer coaching consultations and trainings so i can walk you through this or hold your hand to the top and he's always doing seminars all the time always so doing check his pages tech, check his website Tomorrow. he oh go ahead well so it'll be monday okay so uh monday uh, uh okay on the 15th i'm having a, a two-day training april 15th 2021. april 15th the training april 22nd i'll be in uh at the sealy's raw food reality having to meet the author in atlanta in atlanta georgia and then on uh may something you can go to my website but in may i will be at uh all things inspiration in uh mableton georgia having another meet the author a lot of people like to meet me in person because they always nobody wants to call in on a radio show or sit in a meeting and say hey i'm having problems with my million dollar house my grandma left me mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so they want to talk in person so I, I i use those times and plus i have 
a Wednesday, every Wednesday I'm having a free online Zoom real estate and business conversation mm -hmm. because we're losing too many businesses, we're losing too many people can't find places to live. So we just come on and we have regular conversations about it okay. and offer solutions and strategies. So you'll oh. be great on there. Hey, invite me to come on. I didn't know about that one. Yeah, I just started. It's like just the demand okay. is too great. There you go. I had my first one this week. And like you said, I had so many problems. It was like, wait a minute, that's not right. And every time I try to do something, this weird stuff start happening. So y'all bear with me. I may send you the invite a couple of times. You're like, hey, where's the link at? <laughs> you know, it was in there when I sent it, but something happened. Okay, well, let me send it again. Okay. Discouragement, but it don't stop. We're going to yeah, keep we'll doing get it. it. People need the help, so we're going to keep doing it. Just bear so with us. I will share his information as usual. Uh, I want to thank you for coming out and discussing real estate, among other things. Um, please reach out and follow him on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube or go LinkedIn. to his website, LinkedIn or Clubhouse. Clubhouse. Yep. <laughs> for those of you lucky enough to be on Clubhouse. <laughs> All right, so um, next week, I know already who's on next week, but it'll be a surprise for everybody. Um, again, thank TJ for coming out. Mr. Orlando, thank you very much for engineering for us. Miss Sayla. And yes, my lovely assistant, Miss Sela Joy. The boss lady. Thank, yes, Sela the boss. The if y'all can see how she runs the podcast now, you will be very impressed. Over there tapping her watch. Oh, man. My daughter is really, it is, it, people, okay. We'll, Too we'll, much pressure. Yeah, she's running it, boy. She's absorbing. So I'm very proud of her. Anyway, thank you guys very much for listening to the Ready, Set, Free podcast with your host, Kai Wilson, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.